Sessions, you're now tuned in to another opinionated episode of The Second Opinion Podcast, covering every topic in the world of gaming that we can think of. Gaming is our passion, and podcasting is our profession. Celeb and Bolts podcasting since 2011. The Second Opinion Podcast starts now. Hey, what's up, guys? It is Celeb back again for another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. That's right. We're finally back, finally back into the realm of the living. So as I said on my last podcast, I really hadn't had a chance to do a lot, uh, changed jobs and uh, was working a lot of hours. But now I am working back at the store in my town. I'll be working less hours and be able to focus more on the podcast, on content creation, and for the love of gaming! Jesus! <laughs> that was a little too passionate. I'm sorry. Let me dial that back. I am excited to be back on the podcast. This is like the first time that I have been able to sit down in my office and actually just relax. And... Um, to the podcast, and I'm just, man, I'm overjoyed to be back, and with that being said, we do have a pretty wild episode for you today. A lot has happened in these few months that I have been gone, so, um, you know, Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. We got that out. We don't have to talk about it anymore, but <laughs> with that said, um, I have been... Uh, Grinding away at certain games. Let's say that. I have been playing Warzone. Um, I haven't been able to play with Travis uh, recently, a friend of mine. But um, hopefully we'll be able to jump back in uh, fairly soon. I started playing Batman Arkham Knight again because um, a uh, friend of mine, Tim, told me that he was playing back through the game. And uh, I was like, well, it's a pretty great game. It's pretty fun. And I don't know why, but I was kind of just going through stuff. I went to click on um, a Horizon, and I was like, let me check and see where that game is. So I scrolled down, and I saw it, and I was like, I'm getting back into Batman. So I uh, I was playing it yesterday, and God, man, it's just such a good game. Being able to drive around in the Batmobile and just, Everything being destroyed in your path is probably one of the coolest aspects of the game. Um, but um, I was a really big fan of Arkham Knight and uh, played it thoroughly. Uh, played a good chunk of that game. But um, I'm playing it yet again for some reason. I don't think I will ever get every one of those Riddler trophies. But I know that I have been having a lot of fun beating the hell out of all the... Uh, um, all the uh, non-Batman-esque uh, characters that are running around Gotham, acting foolish, and uh, inciting my vengeance. So, um, Also, I did see The Batman, which I did thoroughly enjoy that movie. Um, hopefully, this coming week, I'm going to go see a uh, movie with Bolts. Um, and, uh, of course, I've gone blank on exactly what it is. Uh, but we're going to go see it. Whatever it is, I don't know what it is, but I know he, uh, I've been missing my boy Bolts, seeing some movies with him, so, but yeah, I've been playing that, and I, uh, of course, has have completed Ghostwire Tokyo uh, a total of two times now, um, still trying to go through and, um, still trying to go through and get 
all the souls from that game. And I'll talk a little bit more about that a little later in the podcast. So, whew, we got that off our chest. Um, uh, we are moving into the topics pretty quick, like, um, but I have a, a little bit of a soapbox um, for a couple of things that we're going to talk about tonight. So, just please bear with me because like I said I do have some stuff to talk about and it is good that I can actually speak because for like the last month and a half to two months uh I have barely been able to talk uh at all because of the uh horrible horrible pollen the change in weather it's been really really sucky um and uh kind of depressing honestly because i haven't been able to that's another reason why i haven't been able to like actually just sit down and do a podcast because i haven't been able to say anything so um let's get into it all right let's talk about some of this crazy ass news that has been announced um in just the last few weeks because let me tell you something guys um it's definitely crazy and uh i'm gonna have some opinions that some of you may not like all right, so all new PlayStation Plus, an all new PlayStation Plus service has been announced. Uh, the new PlayStation Plus launches in June with 700 plus games and more value than ever. That's how they say it. That's that's a you know I can't say because we don't have this service yet exactly what this service is going to it really truthfully entail. So let's get down into the three different tiers of service. Yeah, PlayStation Plus Essential, uh, two month, uh, two monthly downloadable games, exclusive discounts, cloud storage, and online multiplayer play, uh, as we have now. PlayStation Plus Extra provides all the benefits of the Essential tier, adds up to four hundred, adds up to four hundred of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studio catalog. Games in the extra tiers are downloadable for play. And then you have uh, PlayStation Plus Premium. So Premium provides those 400 games uh, and then also adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games via cloud streaming. Let me say that again. Cloud streaming. A catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP genre. Offering cloud streaming access for uh, for original PlayStation 2, PS2, um, PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers. Uh, Time-limited game trials will also be offered uh, in this tier so customers can try games before they buy. So, it does say down here on the bottom, the new extra and premium tiers represent a major evolution of the PlayStation Plus service. These uh, these tiers are our key focus to ensure hundreds of games uh, we offer to include the best quality content to set us apart. At launch, we will plan to include titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. We are working closely with our um, imaginative developers uh, from PlayStation Studio and uh, third-party partners to include some of the best game experiences available with a library that will be regularly refreshed. 
<sighs> so these tiers do differ, of course, in the monthly cost. You can either pay $17.99 a month, $14.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. $17.99 a month, of course, being the premium plan. Or you can pay $119.99 a year. So, let me say this, folks. We cannot compare this to Xbox Game Pass. We can't. I don't want to hear people compare it. I don't want to talk about the comparison. Because these are two completely different services. No question. Um, so one of my biggest, uh, biggest problems with PlayStation is the cloud streaming aspect of their service. I have PlayStation plus, uh, and PlayStation now, uh, PlayStation now was purchased for me, uh, by my father. He did not realize that there was a difference between PlayStation now and PlayStation plus, but either way I have it for, you know, I've, I've had it multiple times before. I still have it now for an entire year. I have played it, and I have to say, even with my my good internet in my area and me about to upgrade to a 450 download, 36 upload um, service, there's a friend of mine in town that has this new internet service um, that's available in my area. Um, I'm on the list to get it installed at my house, but he has this new one. And even with uh, his current internet, I'm, from my understanding, it, it still doesn't get the you know crisp quality uh, that you would think that you would get. So, cloud streaming, I hate it. <laughs> Listen to me, hate it. I don't understand why we would. I don't understand why they wouldn't just offer all of these games to be have the ability of downloading every single one of these games directly to the console to make the console experience and the game experience better for the player now mind you um there is an upside to this because the original playstation playstation 2 and psp genre uh generation of games um will have the option of streaming and downloading options as well um and also if you are part of premium you will have the ability of downloading um, up to 400 titles, you know, over that certain amount of time and be able to play it that are PS4 and PS5 games. So that's great. That's cool. Um, but, you know, I don't like comparing both of these services. Um, now, I will tell you one thing that, that has been commented already. PlayStation said that they will not be putting uh, PlayStation exclusives on the new PlayStation Plus service day one. They said that does not make sense for their um, strategic, you know, new role that PlayStation Plus will provide um, for gamers. So they said that it doesn't make sense to do that right now. But let's be honest, okay? <laughs> how how is how does that not make sense to do that right now? You just offered. Uh, and announced that your new PlayStation Plus service will have upwards to almost 700 games if you subscribe to the premium service day one. So, most of those games will be downloadable. Um, a percentage of those games will be downloadable directly to your console. But think about 
the consoles that would sell if not only do you have that to offer, but you also have PlayStation exclusives day one available through PlayStation Plus if you are a PlayStation Plus premium member. You know, like just make it available for that one tier just for the premium membership because they're paying $120 a month, you know, or they could have easily raised it to like, you know, 100, uh, I said $120 a month, $120 a year. They could have easily boosted it to where it's like $139 a year, but you get every PlayStation exclusive and you get upwards to 700 games that you can play all the time. You know, it's going to be refreshing. There's going to be new games coming in and out, whatever, you know, these will be on here available for this amount of time and blah, 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 blah. So why would you not do that? Why would you not come out uh, swinging that axe at Xbox? Because Xbox has been hitting it out of the park. I mean, Xbox paid millions upon millions upon millions of dollars just to get Guardians of the Galaxy on Game Pass. And that right there is one of the reasons why that you should get Game Pass to play games like Guardians of the Galaxy. I just recently started playing it, and it's so fun. It's it's. I mean, it's so much fucking fun, it's ridiculous. But PlayStation is holding back their punches for some reason. And I don't really understand why, to be honest. It doesn't make any sense to me personally at all why they would be holding punches. Why would they not make PlayStation exclusives available day one through PlayStation Premium? Why would they not be making ads on a constant basis that say... Oh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I mean, I understand that we're in this new era to where everyone wants to be friends. I need competition. I need to see the old school Xbox and PlayStation going at each other. We need Kevin Butler back, you know, because the way I look at it is I have all the consoles. I have now a PC that uh, is a highly capable PC and I can play everything on on everything i was playing uh rainbow six extraction the other day on my pc you know it's fun not the best game i've ever played but it's fun i can play it on uh xbox game pass through my pc so i don't understand why playstation is not coming out more and just pushing this big ass shit why are they not coming out with more commercials why are we just seeing game trailers on a constant basis we should be seeing promotional shit on a constant basis from these companies i need competition i need to see a reason why i need to buy playstation plus premium instead of just saying oh well, i'll be able to play 700 games i've played before because i have played every single one of these games before that is the difference between playstation premium and xbox game pass yes it is a really cool concept that I will be subscribing to. And I'm probably going to play some games that I've loved. Uh, download them to my console and be like, man, this is so cool. I can play these games on my PS5. But I am so sick of having to go back and play games that I played previously. Because there's only so much to play. And I will even call myself out for re-downloading Batman Arkham Knight. Whenever I have a brand new game like Horizon sitting there waiting on me. You know, that's because I have the attention span of a walnut. <laughs> so give me a reason. Get me excited to buy your product.
You know what I'm saying? That's what I want. I want to be excited to buy this service. I want to be excited. I want to have a reason to not spend the money on Xbox Game Pass. That's what I want. I want true competition in the games industry. I don't want this pussyfooting around on things anymore. I want to see Will Smith and Chris Rock style competition. I want to see Xbox come up and slap the shit out of PlayStation and PlayStation just turn back like it's out of some anime. Push that fist back or that hand back with their face and just slap the shit out of Xbox. And then afterwards, they're like Goku and Vegeta. (laughs) You know, afterwards, they're so cordial with each other, but at the same time, they're right there on the cusp of just having this unbelievably epic battle. That's what I want to see. That is my time today. (laughs) That is my TED Talk. So, uh, with that being said, let's move into the next topic of news. Since I have, uh, you know, said what I needed to say. These are two kind of quick hits. um, But Breath of the Wild 2 has been delayed until 2023. So, get upset, Nintendo fans. You're not getting your game until next year. Nintendo has announced that it's decided to push back The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 into spring of 2023. Originally slated to release this year, in order to make the experience something special, the team is continuing to work diligently on this game and make it as perfect as possible. It is said that Breath of the Wild 2 will be darker than its predecessor, And the development team has taken inspiration from games like Red Dead Redemption 2, Elder Scrolls, and especially taken inspiration from Skyrim. That is what is said in this article done by Stephanie Nunley, part of the VG247 writing staff. So... That's exciting that it is going to be somewhat darker. I will say I loved Breath of the Wild 1. I played the uh, uh, hell out of that game. My wife did as well. And I'm sure Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be uh, an excellent experience, even if it's had to be pushed off until spring of 2023. I I think that is a um, very understandable time. Now, this next one does upset me just a little bit. Hey, everyone. Over the past few weeks, we have realized that our May... 2022 release for date uh, release date for Sons of the Forest was overly ambitious uh, to be able to deliver our vision for the next step in our survival um, series. We've decided to move our release date to October of 2022, um, which is totally fine. You know, it is what it is. Uh, but I will tell you, they did share a little bit of a video uh, a little small clip on their Twitter uh, through End Night Games. And um, graphically, it, it looks fantastic. It looks like it's highly improved. So I will be playing this game on PC. I am very excited about it. Um, yeah, I can't wait. It only got pushed off until October. It's not that big of a deal. It's going to be fantastic. Anyways, you'd want it to come out in October. 
Hopefully it comes out closer to, you know, Halloween. That'd be cool. Um, next up, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed has been announced. This is being developed by uh, Ilphonics, uh, the team that is behind Friday the 13th and uh, Predator Hunting Grounds, which, you know, two games that I really love. Um, so in this game, you have the ability of playing uh, with uh, three of your friends and going through this wild and wacky world um, and, uh, you know, catch ghosts. Or, um, you know, of course, uh, you can play as one of the ghosts. Uh, and the uh, fantastic style of gameplay that Elphonix always does with its games um, you uh, and three other people will be able to be the Ghostbusters, and um, one other person will be able to be uh, one of the ghosts. And uh, it does look really fun. It is a first-person experience, and it does have um, some of the original cast from Ghostbusters, so I am very excited about it. It is set to release in the final quarter of 2022, um, and I really can't wait for this game, honestly. It looks like um, a ton of fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, gotta say, it's going to be awesome. Another thing, this is going to be so crazy. It's really nuts that we're right around the corner. Uh, but we only have one, two, three, four, five. We only got five days until Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga is released. And oh my God, I can't wait. I'm so jealous because our, one of our, uh, you know, co-founders, um, and uh, editor-in-chief of Cinelinks was able to sit down and play, have hands-on previews uh, with Lego uh, Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. He was able to play the game for about an hour, uh, play through uh, many different sections of the game, and um, it looks like it was great. It says, I had the opportunity to learn more about Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, including the 90 minutes of time playing around in the game. And folks, it is good. We've been waiting for a Lego Star Wars saga game uh, for a few years now. Not only does it, not only does the title mark a return to the series that started this um, particular brand of games, but it also marks the first Lego console game since Lego Movie Two back in 2019, uh, which is nuts. I didn't even realize it had been that long. As such, there's a lot to prove to fans. Thankfully, TT Games seems more than up to the task. He says, I spent more than a little over an hour and a half playing the game uh, through one of the movies featured uh, one of the movies featured in the game. I didn't even finish it, and since I was on borrowed time, I almost remained focused on the story. I didn't touch any of the main uh, of the many side quests and secrets that can be found in this open world section. Uh, with that in mind, it's crazy to think how massive this game is, uh, how massive it is going to be. Coupled with the dramatic improvements on the gameplay and fun new ways to retell the story, this looks like uh, uh, this looks to set a new standard in these Lego titles going forward. I can't wait to get my hands on the full game and see what the other um, sections have in store. Says update. If that's not enough Lego action for you, you can now watch an hour and a half of unedited gameplay. Uh, that he recorded. And you can actually find this on the Cinelinks YouTube page. Um, full high def, of course. You know, 1080p, 6 frames per second. Uh, 
Um, and uh, yeah, definitely go and check this out for sure because it is so fucking cool, man. So cool. I cannot wait to play this game. I've had I have it pre-ordered on my PS5, and I'm sure my wife is going to be trying to steal it um, and play the game uh, whenever I'm not here. And she's I'm just going to say, hey, uh, you know, tough shit. I don't know what to tell you. So um, yeah, congratulations to Jordan being able to play that. So lastly. I'm sorry for yelling. I'm just excited to be back on the podcast. I don't know what to say. It is uh, it is exciting. Um, I was also very blessed this month. I was able to get Ghostwire Tokyo March 7th, and I played my fill in this game. So just real quick, I want to read my um, my overview for the game. So... It's perfect. That's my overview. Um, so the summary. Uh, with fast-paced action gameplay to a mind-bending paranormal story to even not having a single bug or glitch. This is a perfectly developed game that has become the new gold standard of gaming. Ghostwire Tokyo is for sure a top contender for game of the year. And I can only hope that we will eventually see more, uh, more games in this series or even DLC. So, um, it is a fantastic game. If you have yet to sit down and play this game and see the wonder that is based around our, or uh, based around this game, it is, it is unbelievable. Um, you know, having the entire city of Tokyo completely wiped out empty and nothing but, you know, um, nothing but, um, you know, demons and yokai and uh, floating double-tailed cats, dogs that you can read minds of and they show you secrets and just craziness, headless teenagers that attack you, uh, blood-filled cherry blossom trees. Uh, it's really, honestly, it's, it is... Um, it's almost too much to handle. You know what I'm saying? It was really nuts that the game was so perfectly developed. I didn't find one bug, one glitch while playing this game in the, you know, almost 40 to 50 hours that I put into it. I'm still playing the game today. My goal is to get uh, every single soul saved uh, throughout the entirety of Tokyo. But I have beat the game uh, once. Um, no, I'm sorry. I've beat the game twice now. And... Um, you know, the second time that I played through, I didn't start all the way over at the beginning. I just ended up getting, you know, accessing that last, you know, mission, playing back through it. But um, I beat it the first time. And then I think I put in a total of like another 20 hours into the game and then activated the end scene, um, did the, you know, final battle and all this other stuff. But, you know, not to give away a lot of things, but it's a really cool aspect of the game. You can, you know, you can, there's really cool aspects of this game. You get to cleanse Tory gates. Um, you have um, you have Tengu uh, that are these like spiritual bird humanoids that float over certain areas of the building, and you can you know um, repel up to them with a spirit repellent. You know, glide across the city, find really cool trinkets, um, learn a lot of history about Tokyo and their paranormal perspective. 
Um, and it's, a, like I said, it's a really, really, really great game. So I definitely think you should check it out. Um, and with that said, this is the end of the Second Opinion podcast uh, this week. Next week, we will have a little bit longer of a podcast. Hopefully, I'll be able to have somebody on with me, if you know what I'm saying. My boy, Bolts. We will see. I don't know. But with that said, I love you guys so much, man. I really do. You guys don't understand how much it means to me. The people that have stuck around, the people that are understanding, and the people that just love fucking gaming. So that's it for today, guys. Talk to you soon. Peace out. Was that fun? Yeah. That was fun. This was another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Check out the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and Cinelinks.com. Also, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Second Opinion Podcast, for tons of gaming content coming soon.